0: love train for romance and I'm here with my captain Prince and fellow conductor of FDR the love train the peace through pleasure train and it's Captain Max Welcome uh, aboard.
1: good evening dr. Susie good evening all my friends out there uh, all my friends all my enemies all, uh, all of the lovely folks out there.
0: The goal uh, is the journey, is something you always say. The, and we're on a journey of the heart. The goal is the journey. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing else. We're on a journey of the heart in a heart-shaped train. Kind of heart-shaped. Sort
1: of, yeah. In a fairly heartless society. Very
0: heartless, yes.
1: Yeah. Getting
0: more and more heartless because, of course, machines don't have hearts.
1: Right. The Wizard
0: of Oz taught us that.
1: Right. Well, in the old days, we used to call them meanies. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There are a lot of meanies running (laughs) around. Bullies. Can somebody turn off the train lights overhead here? I'd like to see the countryside.
0: Oh, yes. The countryside, the countryside is, beautiful, is this beautiful this time beautiful. of year. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Mm. Yes. yes. Choo-chooing, which uh, sounds polluting, but actually, probably when you compare it with other forms of transportation, it is more eco-sexual, ecologically sustainable, and sexual the sleeper car
1: it's it's the least it's the least damaging of transportation systems
0: yes indeed amen and a women so we are on a train fdr and we're in the middle of the high holidays of the heart 2023 if you're tuned in live So we're continuing to talk about bonobos. It's almost World Bonobo Day, if you're listening live. If you're not listening live, we always talk about bonobos anyway. And then there's Valentine's Day, and we're Valentine's. We're senior Valentine's. We have been through a lot of Valentine's Days.
1: A lot of uh, 30, about 31? Well, at least 35, 36.
0: Well, no, we didn't spend Valentine's together no, when we were just friends.
1: We were friends, but those were...
0: Maybe a couple, because you had those events, and I might have gone to a Valentine's could be, event.
1: Could be, could right, be. Right, right,
0: right. But we've so, spent a lot of Valentine's together, so we're going to talk about how to be a Valentine. You know, what can you do? And in a Lupercalian way or a Bonobo way, because, hey, the Valentine way is full of stress, pressure, commercialism, and exclusivity. And we are trying to promote de-stressing. That's right. And not being so commercial.
1: Not, uh, not being... Com- not. Being so commercial, and and not harassing people, and inclusivity. <laughs> inclusivity, where we're all right. inclusive. By the way, some man in a long black coat came right. came um, by the studios tonight, and brought yes. us some kind of Valentine's present.
0: A very special man. Very special person. Named yes. Dragon Steel. I happen to know, just by looking at his handwriting. To Dr. Susan Block, Hart, Captain Max Hart, and all the staff, family, A-plus Hart, Bonoboville, and Block Studios. He's got a lot of it there. And it's a big green package, I guess, with a pink envelope.
1: You're going to open it? I think I'm
0: going to open it. I don't know what it is.
1: I don't either. but
0: But he's given us other great gifts. He gave us some wonderful bonobo plushies, except, honestly, this is so well taped, it's hard to open, but I'm working on it, so I said I didn't like commercialism, but, you know, I'm happy to get a present, (laughs) (laughs) hey, yeah, that's the thing, it's not easy to be totally pure about anything, Uh, uh, oh, what is this, okay, it looks like a heart, and we're talking about hearts, Yes, indeed. So we're going to get ourselves some sort of heart. A heart with candy. Okay.
1: All right, guys. This
0: is what Valentine's is all about besides the commercialism, is eating candy. Candy. Yes, whether it's expensive or not.
1: Doesn't matter.
0: It's just the point is lots of chocolate.
1: And lots of sugar. Look at that. Look at
0: that. All this chocolate and sugar. Mm.
1: There's a gold heart and with little red balls inside.
0: Little red balls. Well, what are those? Are those you know?
1: cupids? I, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, I think we should pass these around.
0: Well, yes. I think they look delicious.
1: They look absolutely fabulous.
0: Oh, yes, yes and he wrote a nice card happy valentines day hope it's as happy as can be cordially your fan follower supporter and friendly acquaintance dragon steel you know to all of us
1: he has been a good fan and friend
0: always for, sending us wonderful little gifts many and big years. gifts and all kinds of things and Putting lots of hearts and flowers on all of our posts. Okay,
1: I have opened one box.
0: I see that. You know, I should take a picture before you open everything. Well here. Are, here yeah, exactly. Let me just take a picture. Take a picture of you and all the Valentine. Hold that here and set up and this. That's my Valentine. That's my Valentine. Captain Max. Well hold the card. Oh the card. The card. Yeah, yeah, Actually hold the the, the actual envelope? card. No, no pull card. out the card.
1: Pull out the card. Because pull this is the
0: card. from Voila. Dragon to us. Okay, so there we go. I'm taking a picture. You're not smiling though. <laughs> I'm smiling now. Thank you, Dragon Steel. And yes. If you're listening live, it is the Valentine's Saturday night, which, yeah, that's always been stressful from when I'm single. It's hard. It's stressful when I'm in a couple, too, actually, because you wonder what to do, how to express your love. I mean, Valentine's Day celebrates romantic love between couples we've enjoyed for over 30 years, and we've been... Having a pretty good Valentine's season, I think, Captain Max.
1: Yes. Some we...
0: orgasmic sex. Yes. And lots of cuddling. Yes. But also some treacherous moments.
1: This is a revolutionary moment. Oh. As we take pictures on radio.
0: This is just a big ball of chocolate, yeah.
1: Now you're going to... Oh, mm. boy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Chocolate. Anybody else have an addiction to chocolate? I, I could.
1: I love chocolate. Yeah, it's good. Okay. The next sound you're going to hear is the sound of... of eating. ...chocolate.
0: Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Mmm. Mm. 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 Oh, it's got caramel inside. Mmm. Mmm.
1: Mmm. Mmm. Mmm.
0: Actually, for the first bite for me, because I hardly ever eat candy. Right. It's a little poisonous. But then I start to enjoy it. Yep. Mm. Yep, second bite, better. Mmm, oh yeah. Then you get used to the sugar. Um, You're on a roll. That's the way they poison us, brothers and sisters. But hey, you can't avoid poison in this society. So you might as well take it with love. And when somebody gives me chocolates with love, it's like the love kind of cancels out the poison. It's the antidote, so you Mm -hmm. don't get poisoned by it. It's sort of the way... Birthday cake calories don't count. It's, it's your birthday. Yes, we've been having some sex and lots of massages and cuddling, but a few treacherous moments.
1: Mm, this is good.
0: <laughs> Romance, it's a wonderful thing. Mm-mm. It's the best thing, but it can be treacherous among human beings. In the capital O scene. It's also the reign of the mega machine. And so we have to learn to make love through the madness. And that is a part of the title of tonight's show. The working title anyway. Making love through the madness. Making love like a potter makes a pot or a chef makes a great Valentine dinner, or an artist makes a masterpiece. Making love is a bit of a science and a bit of an art, and a bit of therapy is involved with it. It's like a lot of things to put together. It's physical, it's mental, intellectual, but it's mostly emotional. Yes, indeed. And so Valentine's Day, yeah, it can be treacherous. It's supposed to be the day that you celebrate love. And yet it can also damage or even destroy your love in a Valentine's Day massacre. Because of something, the stress. That's why I kind of don't love Valentine's Day. I mean, I love love. I like Valentine's Day. I recognize that it's important to celebrate it, but it's kind of uncomfortable, the pressure to prove your love and your worthiness of love and the commercialism. So the chocolate's good, though, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the sound you're hearing of me smacking my lips.
0: Yep, I hear it. (laughs) <laughs> the orgasmic soundtrack to the love train with Captain Max and me Dr. Susan Block your love doctor your valentine mistress of the airwaves your mother confessor yes indeed
1: and, and we've got Ruby and Rose and Bianca and Katie and Gideon and Persia and Bert and Mars and Wally and I am and Davon from Pakistan, I believe.
0: And Cut the Pentagon is writing. Dark or milk chocolate? That's an interesting question. It almost sounds like what kind of sex partners do I prefer? <laughs> but I think he's talking about the candy. And it, it is kind of milk chocolate, I It would
1: is say. milk chocolate.
0: Well, other people better come here and get some quick.
1: If you all want some candy <laughs> and some chocolate... Come over to the bar, car.
0: Should we give some to our engineer? Sure. Hey, you want do you one like yet? chocolate?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I love Yeah,
0: chocolate. darker milk? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not a sex question. Caramel, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> what that is. That's what exactly that is. what that is. But it's kind of a milk chocolate coating.
2: Mm. Oh, wow, these are big. They're giant, <laughs>
0: right. You might have to share it with your valentine. Uh, I, no. I, now,
2: now I can have some before and I can have some after.
0: That's right. You can <laughs> kind of spread it out. Have some chocolate foreplay and then chocolate main course. <coughs> Spend your Valentine's with chocolates. A lot of people do that. It's not kind of not healthy, but I get it. It's okay uh, if you want to just buy yourself a bunch of candy. You could also <laughs> buy yourself a card. Happy Hallmark Holiday. Of course, last week we talked about the origin of the Valentine story, how St. Valentine was a Catholic priest in the time of the Emperor Julius who forbade anyone from getting married that was in the military and St. Valentine supposedly married these people and was thrown in jail and sentenced to death and as he awaited his execution he fell in love with the jailer's blind daughter. It was a very chaste love because he was a saint, well, on his way to being a saint, and she was blind, and so he went to his death but left her something to remember him, and that was a card that was signed, Your Valentine." and she knew that his love Mm -hmm. had healed her because because she could see what he had written your valentine so he had healed her of her blindness Mm. so it's a very heart-wrenching story but it does feature a saint and no sex at all and it's made up, there were probably a lot of valentines and it was kind of pasted on top like a candy coating on the real Valentine's Day, the pagan origins, which were called Lupercalia. That was the original Valentine's Day of Rome that the church decided was too lusty, too communal, and too out of control, and too much pan. So they made Pan into the devil. Pan, who is, by the way, the patron saint, if you want to say saint, or he lends his name to the Latin name for bonobos, which is pan paniscus. So Uh it's funny how these holidays are interrelated. Right. So we like Lupercalia for its pan-sensual, inclusive celebration, and the pan horns. I like the horns. And it is the original holiday of the heart. And I didn't mention this last week, although I told pretty much the history, that my theory of where the heart came from, the symbol of the heart, which doesn't look at all like the cardiac organ that beats between our ribs inside the body. It doesn't have any resemblance to that. And you have to say the heart is not heart-shaped. And yet, what is heart-shaped? Well, sometimes. (laughs) Well, a beautiful butt is heart-shaped. And when you whip it, consensually, I would hope, I would think. Whip it good. Whip it good. And I believe that most of the whippings back in Lupercalian times were consensual. People wanted to do it for luck, for fertility, for fun.
1: Can you explain whip it good to the bots that might be listening?
0: Well, they might censor us because they feel whipping is violent. Um, but we are talking about consent, consensual whipping. Like I said, I'm sure that there were some non-consensual yeah, whippings that went on, but most of them were consensual. That's what the holiday was about.
1: But the butt bots.
0: The butt bots. The butt bots. Yeah. Mm. We're listening. The to bots that go after butts. Yeah,
1: they don't understand that. I know. They're a little dumb.
0: So, I guess people that are struggling to be accepted on all the different platforms do a lot of self-censoring.
1: Yes. Well, you have to self-censor yourself.
0: Yeah. The bots can perceive butts to be targets.
1: Right. And obscene in some way.
0: Right. Even just talking about it. So the heart, which we think has something to do with the organ inside of our bodies, I think really has more to do with the butt. Bots. The bots have already terminated my YouTube channel, so I can't stop them from other things.
1: But hang around because Dr. Susie has been negotiating and talking to semi-human and and bop, but, but like people from Google. Right. Yeah, so later we're going to read you a, a great a little bit of the correspondence. Of right, w- I think
0: later. Yeah, that, yeah, that's no, kind no, of not, not, not for now. the diehards. Not now. That stay with the whole show. Yeah,
1: the guys that stay with people, stay with the whole show.
0: But anyway, the heart seems to me to come from the Lupercalian well-whipped butt that is red and beautiful certainly stylized and it represents Lupercalia the pagan festival of pan and communal kink that's right brothers and sisters kink has a history it's not just some modern crazy thing people have been into different forms of kink basically being sex that doesn't involve intercourse. In fact, lately in our senior years, we have a lot more outer course than intercourse. Not that we do a lot of whipping, but you massage know. and rubbing and playing
1: and And
0: orgasms, orgasms are very possible and even and easier in a way with outer course. And the bonobos show us this too. The Creatures of Pan, Pan Paniscus. And we love the bonobos every day, but especially on World Bonobo Day. And so bonobos have a lot more outer course than intercourse. They don't spend a lot of time on the old in and out. Nothing wrong with the old in and out. In fact, it's a beautiful thing, but just expand your horizons. And yes, we love the bacchanals. We haven't had one in a few years. Oh, well, actually, we had a bacchanal. We had the Bonoboville reunion with Vice, with
1: Vice which
0: correct. was a different Vice show than we're going to talk about in a little while because we were just on Vice with a show about real sex.
1: Real sex, yes. But
0: there's another Vice show coming out. And so we did have a Bacchanal, but it wasn't for Lupercalia. It was more for spring. And it was a reunion because we haven't had many Bacchanals. But we used to have these amazing Februa flogging Lupercalia Bacchanalia over here in Bonoboville and have a lot of fun. February being the leather strips that you use to whip. And our motto is better to have your buns beaten consensually on Lupercalia than your heart broken badly on Valentine's Day or spend Valentine's Day evening going out all dressed up and then sitting at a table in a Valentine-themed restaurant, each of you looking down at your cell phones. <laughs> we didn't actually do that, but I took a picture of a lovely couple doing just that on Valentine's Day at Clifton's Cafeteria, right?
1: Oh my And
0: goodness. you have the picture.
1: I have Featured the picture. on
0: yeah. your yeah. Facebook right now, yeah. if people want to see it.
1: Yeah, look at your radio. I'm holding the picture up right now. <laughs> it's two people sitting at Clifton's Cafeteria in downtown Los Angeles. Right. They're sitting opposite each other at a table, each one with a coffee, another one with the. Water bottle, the ever-present water bottle.
0: Right, please. and they're both very dressed up. She very looks very up. beautiful, beautiful. With long flowing hair, Absolute. flowers in her hair, flowers in her a hair, very Valentine romantic.
1: And he's dress. a handsome, kind of suited, yeah. suit guy. Yeah. And there they are on Valentine's night evening.
0: Looking down at,
1: looking down at' Cli- at, at, at Cliftons
0: at their cell phones They're
1: looking at their cell phones. for
0: a long time I because I took many pictures actually we just yeah. used the best one.
1: That was a beu- that's a beautiful picture
0: But that's the way you get a great picture is when people are practically posing but they weren't posing. they just were genuinely more interested in their phones. Right. Than each other.
1: Than the human across the table. Who, yeah.
0: Valentine's Day in the modern age. You
1: know what? Maybe they were making a date. Maybe they were on an, an app.
0: With somebody else.
1: No, they were with themselves, but they didn't know it was them sitting there.
0: Oh, that sounds like some hackneyed sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> no. That could be. Yeah, they they were maybe making dates with other people. Well, I, mean, I could certainly see that.
1: I, often when I go shopping with, uh, with Anna, she calls me or I call her. Yeah. And where are you? Right. Right? And she's behind me, facing the other way.
0: <laughs> True. I think they knew where the other one was. Yeah. But maybe they were making dates with other people. Maybe they were looking up work stuff or just playing games (laughs) but they certainly weren't looking at each other so oh my god that is uh, a very common Valentine's Day evening unfortunately and that's one reason I love Lupercalia and World Bonobo Day but I try with Valentine's Day it's the high holiday of love I also wonder what do incels do on Valentine's Day? Incels. Incels.
2: They probably play video games or something.
1: Right. They go out maybe get a box, some chocolates.
0: Yeah. And then okay. Go home
1: and put the diapers on. And hopefully, sit and play.
0: that is what they do. Hope, hope, hope.
1: Well, I hate to say this for the bots, but sometimes they go out and shoot people.
0: Well, I was going to say. <laughs> yes.
1: We, we should give the bots a warning. Warning.
0: <laughs> One incel named Nicholas Cruz went out on Valentine's Day and shot and killed 17 of his classmates, including a girl who had spurned his advances. So Valentine's Day is treacherous for our society. And the emphasis
1: and for, uh, some couple, a lot of on couples.
0: you have to be in love, you have to have romance. And if you don't have romance, you don't deserve a good life. You don't deserve sex. They w- keep putting out it, and that and idea that you only deserve sex in a committed relationship, in a love relationship. And this is part of what has created this incel poison in our society because sex is something we all feel and love is something we can do with ourselves and you know the incels are taught by their religions by society in general that self-love is not a worthy love especially on valentine's day (laughs) right It's a very worthy love. And I was so gratified to see on last week's show on the Facebook feed that one of our listeners, Linda, she said that for her, Valentine's Day is about self-love. And thank you so much for giving her the freedom to get in touch with her inner whore. And basically to be sexual and to enjoy her sexuality whether she has a lover or not and you know I think it's mostly not but you always do have a lover actually in fact the longest term lover you will ever have no matter who you are in your life is yourself Max and I have been together really long time. My
1: goodness. Yeah, yeah. but I've been together with this guy (laughs) for longer. For long, long, (laughs) seventies, right? Seventy nine years we've been, but he's no, it's it's good. He's my friend.
0: Yeah, it's good to be friends with your body. And I remember when I got banned from a television show because it was a show about singles. And what singles should do on Valentine's it Day. It was the news. Yes, by the way, Devon Delphi yes. says, Anyone got Valentine's Day ideas? I need some help. We are here with yeah, yeah. your Valentine's Day ideas. Yes. I have from ideas. From me. Yeah, from okay. you and me. So I'm imagining your single. Actually, no, who knows? Maybe he's in a couple. So first I'll address <coughs> single. Okay, so. I was on this show. I think it was ABC. and ABC Channel? Yeah, Channel Sorry. I dressed very straight, put on a sweater, covered everything. That was the days before I was revealing cleavage. And <laughs> they said, well, if you're single, what do you do on Valentine's Day? So I said, well, you could go out with your friends. And you'll meet people. You could go to a party. You could throw a party, but you have to plan that in advance. You could just do something useful, like clean out your closets or get something done. You could communicate with your friends in some way. Those were the days before the internet, so yes. I meant call them, you know, just wish them things, just be friendly. And I said, or you could just stay home and masturbate. And
1: masturbate. And I saw all of the, the, the weather guy, the, the, the two newscasters, and there was somebody else in they all went,
0: ah. And the one guy, the newscaster, turned as red as a valentine heart. That's true.
1: Did she just say that, what I think she
0: said? Right. Right, and I did, and I elaborated. I said, pour yourself a bubble bath, do something nice for yourself. You are your own longest-term lover. And if you don't have a lover, and you don't want to scramble, you don't want to just go with anybody.
1: And then we were marked. We were never invited on a new show ever again.
0: Well, not that one.
1: <laughs> no, we were
0: on others. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but not that one.
2: <laughs> and it wasn't the bots, right? It was no. no, that was, actual there right was
0: there. an actual person. That was an actual person have to say. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No, we've been censored by people. For sure, we have. And you know what? I don't like it, but I get it. And it doesn't make me crazy. But being censored by bots for no good reason, or no reason, really. The reason is bogus. We'll get into that later. That really makes me crazy. It drives me mad. I knew why they censored me. I almost predicted it except I also knew it was going to be live Right. so I wanted to do it and everybody heard me and it was kind of
1: no delay button
0: pretty (laughs) interesting promotion for what I believe which is that masturbation is something that everybody does and why shouldn't everybody do it
1: everybody does it just how many people admit to it even to themselves by the way if you're a guy and your arms are too short to reach down there what you do is you get a pillow.
0: Well, a lot of guys <laughs> like pillows, even if their arms... Re- of course their <laughs> arms reach down there. We're not talking about Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> I was just trying to help. But maybe their hands aren't big enough to cover it, even two of them. So, uh, you might need a...
1: Do they have any ideas about what to a do? A sex toy. Susie, there's a, there's a bunch of people out here.
0: I'm not sure if David Delphi is single or
1: he's single He remembers. in a couple isn't he from Pakistan
0: no there's no? another guy called Cut the Pentagon he's talking about chocolate this guy is into the chocolate yes candy milk chocolate seems to be very British thing no I don't know I grew up with it it was very prevalent
1: you ever heard of Hershey Pennsylvania
0: exactly I, that was right near me <laughs> It was very prevalent in the Indian subcontinent, and yes, that's true, but it's very prevalent all over the world, I think. Yeah. And the dark chocolate probably used to be, certainly, the Aztecs, when they had their chocolate. The, the dark
1: chocolate chocolate was very healthy there. The healthier. Cocoa. Yeah. They
0: still put sugar in it, but at least it's healthier.
1: Healthier. Well, no, they have it without sugar.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
1: it's a little not sweet. a little
0: honey. Yeah. But yeah. it's not so sweet, and it's better for you. And actually, I, I do think it tastes better too. Yeah.
1: If you have any ideas, could you help out here? But that
0: doesn't you? have anything to do with my sexual preferences. Ah,
1: okay. Yeah.
2: Go ahead. all right so i got word from devon and he says i got a girl okay. and i normally get her flowers and take her out to dinner but it seems so routine
0: yes i agree the flowers i think are great because flowers are but organic not, okay, one flower is enough is right enough. a beautiful one, flower
1: a beautiful flower even if you picked it on the way there it's long.
0: Well, I don't want to pick it from somebody else's yard. That's well, harassment. You,
1: well <laughs> first you knock on the door and you ask, Can I pick it? How
0: do you pick it on the way there? <laughs> are you're walking through a field?
1: No, you get it from the neighbours. From
0: her garden.
1: Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice garden you got here.
0: <laughs> well, I think flowers are always good. But also floggers. Are they into kink?
1: You have to find know. out.
0: What do you like? Yes. Taking out to dinner. I think it's very much putting you at the mercy of the dinner. I think right. it's more exciting to have dinner in bed, unless you don't have a very nice bed.
1: Well, or dinner in, in your dinner, wherever you eat your dinner, and then you go nuts.
0: Or you, you get know? a bunch of finger foods and feed each other, like mm-hmm. that scene in Nine and a Half Weeks, a lot of where she's fruit. in the bathtub and yeah, they yeah. do the blindfold thing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's fun, and hey, I mean, it dates me, because that was a very old movie, but still, it was a good idea, and it was made in a time when movies were a little more sex positive, actually, but in any case, creativity is a good idea, and I like the kinds of holidays that don't cost much, so the celebration of Valentine's Day, you could use chocolate, but fruit would be more organic strawberries or you could combine it into chocolate covered strawberries
1: right. and oh, those then are nice. again yeah, if like you're
0: them. a little pagan or kinky maybe you want to do a little whipping and it certainly doesn't have to hurt at all Yeah, it can yeah. be very very light with you, a feather yeah. whip or with a fur uh, stranded whip or something like that
1: could you could you Please inform the bots that this is not some kind of radical element you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's not a radical element, but it's certainly a non-violent element. Right, right. I am kind of radical. I have always been.
1: That's it, you're on the list. And so are you.
0: You're a radical. So are you. Yeah, I'm not a middle-of-the-roader. I'm radically sex positive. I'm radically bonobo positive, and I'm radically critical of religion, and the mega machine, the capitalocene, the ruination of planet Earth. I am kind of radical, so I'm a little bit socialist too. Yeah. I don't know if I'm so radical in that regard.
1: Yeah, I, so I, I went to the doctor the other day. Was Dr. Tom sent me? and I told them I'm a communist.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that any of the communist regimes have really gotten communism, and it's understandable why they haven't, and often it's been catastrophic. And sometimes it's been kind of just torturous, but okay, like Cuba, I guess. It's hard in this capitalocene time. To try to be socialist, and yet I believe that it's the and, best way. And and
1: yet it's ever, and yet it's everywhere. It's the military.
0: Oh that's, yeah, that's
1: socialism. That's,
0: that's where I don't want it.
1: <laughs> but we don't want socialism. We want socialism for the poor, for the people that can't uh, help themselves, for the people that don't want to help themselves because of whatever mental issues or thoughts they have about it. Exactly. There you go.
0: You know, I saw this meme that was actually posted by a right winger who is also a porn star. And it said, here's an idea that you won't use. Why don't we plant fruit trees on the sidewalks so that everyone can eat from them, including the homeless? Great idea. Exactly. Right. That's what I thought. I'm not sure if he was kidding. That's or what we have here. Not. But <laughs> we have a fruit tree, you? yeah you? It's uh, true. Uh, but uh, I'm just thinking, yes, on the street, it sh- right. they should be planted. Yeah, overhanging.
1: Overhanging the fences. To
0: help people. Yeah. We should be providing fruit. That should be a project. Well, That's not what I'd like to our military to do is to plant fruit trees along the sidewalks. Everywhere.
1: And then you could make alcohol or get drunk and have a
2: bacchanal. Yes, indeed. Yeah, a lot of winos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One thing leads to another, you know. We'd have to have a war against that.
0: Cut the Pentagon says, was it Ted Koppel? I don't know what what what. he means by that was it Ted Koppel?
2: Maybe the newscaster. Or yeah, it? no,
0: I know who that is. I know who he's that is. He's from my generation, but <laughs> 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 I don't know what he's referring to about that. But in any case, can you clarify that? Clarify that, yeah, please.
2: I'm I to go to the top so that you could see yeah. the most recent stuff. Uh, oh, okay. okay.
1: There
0: you go. Is but. It? You know, people, when you write things like, that is a great idea, why not? Persia writes. And then David Delphi writes, that's a good idea, Dr. Susan. I'll bl- well, he knows how to do this. Okay, he now tells me what the good idea is. I'll blindfold her and feed her different treats and make a game of it. That's right. That's exactly that's right. what they did in nine and a half weeks.
1: Right. And you'll be charged with assault.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the next See? Day. No, it's a beautiful thing <laughs> that's to play. Beautiful. It's
1: very nice, but don't call the cops, don't change your mind. The next morning, that's not good.
0: In these times of madness, it is difficult to make love, like a potter makes a pot, like an artist makes a masterpiece, because of what you're saying, because there's so much censorship, not just of our communications on the internet but of our very actions because we're all concerned about being censored or offending Uh, someone and I think it's good to respect of course I'm all about respect
1: and good manners
0: yes etiquette etiquette and carefully seeing if someone is consenting of course and Enthusiastic consent is important. But I think that there's a lot of people that are just so intimidated by the demonization of all types of sex.
1: Yeah, that's the...
0: uh, Especially recreational sex.
1: Yeah, that's one, uh, one, one country under a God for all
0: and ever. It is like there's a force (laughs) that is pushing all forms of sex into procreational, at the very worst time, when the earth is overwhelmed by humanity, by the Anthropocene-turned-Capitalocene that is just becoming the mega-machine. It already is, that's what censored me on YouTube, and that's what is strangling humanity and other mammals (laughs) and fish (laughs) and trees.
1: I was thinking about cows, you know, they, they put out a lot of gas, that's why you shouldn't eat too much meat. Right. And the question that I was thinking of, is all the gas from the cows smaller than the billions of human gas?
0: um Is there a difference? I don't know. It's all the billions from the ca- cows. What is the question? <laughs> if uh I think I'm forgetting where the question is. <laughs> so okay, but well, we'll listen to it later, oh, and yeah, we'll we're going, right, Why chocolate. didn't we answer that? <laughs> yeah. I know you're trying to make some point about cows and it's gas. That
1: chocolate.
0: What kind of chocolate did you have?
1: Well, I had some of this. Our male chocolate. Okay, but
0: there was some other chocolate involved, there I was think.
1: Some other chocolate, yes. Some
0: infused out.
1: chocolate. Infused, uh, confused.
0: Mm, the infused makes you a little confused, confused, hopefully, in a pleasant way. Oh, when you mentioned ABC Channel, Cut the Pentagon says, I thought the newscaster was Ted Koppel. No, was not. It was a blonde guy named David. I'm trying to remember his last name, like David James. He actually did not go on to become like huge, but well, he did. Was he a reporter. Keep. He was an anchor man. An I think a local anchor man yeah. though in yeah. LA. Yeah. Bert Sesame. That's why T-Rexes are so mad. They couldn't reach their junk to jerk off, so they took their anger out on the other dinos. There you go, which brings me to of course the perennial George Carlin quote to support self-love any time of year, which is if God, and I always add, or the goddess, had intended us not to masturbate, he, she, or they, probably they, Elohenu, would have made our arms shorter, just like the T-Rex. That's why the T-Rex was so mad. And that's why when we are told we shouldn't touch our junk even though we can reach it it's so easy to reach it's so natural to do even if you're in a couple I mean when you make love part of it is to each other and touching each other and part of it is touching yourself you know it's a four way in a way
1: sometimes that happens to my hand
0: yeah you touch me and then I I touch you you and then you touch you and then I touch me and then I
1: but then I land
0: on me or
1: you yeah, the hand.
0: The hand. Yeah. Very nice. Adventures of the hand.
1: Adventures of the hand.
0: <laughs> there are many games you can play for Valentine's Day. And any day, right? This is how to make love in the madness. We're on the love train. And so I'm still back to how do incels do it on Valentine's Day. And yes, one of them named Nicholas Cruz did a Valentine's Day massacre. It is a tough, tough holiday, especially for single people. But even for couples, and yes, I, I shouldn't say especially for singles, maybe couples too. I'm not sure who has the most violence or stress. It's a stressful holiday. <laughs> I think Luper Kelly is less stressful.
1: By the way, whipping uh, is is good for your uh, circulation.
0: Yes, it's done as therapy by, I hate to say this, but the Russians discovered it is very therapeutic to do light whipping, flogging, really, a flogging, and you have several strands to And then
1: the old priests or the old uh, farts, the... that would
0: flog themselves yeah Yeah, they weren't really suffering they were really having a kinky time
1: right or maybe they were
0: suffering and they were having a kinky time you know sometimes it does go together some people are masochists right but don't imagine anybody's a masochist (laughs) let them do their thing but don't you play into that make it always consensual Anyway, the incels and the groipers, they kind of combine a sense of entitlement with a lack of intimacy. And everybody talks about how ridiculous they are. I guess everybody on the left wing or the middle of the road, and even not too far-right politicians, but somewhat right, And the incels and the Groypers get their politics from far-right politicians and other leaders of the right-wing, very often KKK-type people, who understand that this is a large group of young men who are disaffected by this society, by the Kapitalocene, And yeah, they're mostly white men, although there's other colors. They're mostly men. Mm -hmm. And these leaders pretend to care about them. And so they give them these violent solutions, terrible, misogynistic thoughts to occupy their frustrated young minds. And what does the left have to say to the incels? That's my question, especially around Valentine's Day, the high holidays of love. What does the left have to say besides, you know, grow up, stop being a misogynist, stop blaming women for your problems, get off your parents' couch? I mean, all those things are true, but I find the left does not address the incel movement as a reaction to the sex negativity in our society. Yes, of course, it's also a reaction to the religiosity of our society and to misogyny that's growing in response to feminism, you could say. And it has to do with many things. It has to do with the capitalist scene. It has to do with economics. It has to do with a changing of racial makeup in society. It has many aspects, but There's a central aspect. I'm not saying it's the only one or even the most important, although I kind of think it's the most important. The lack of intimacy. And when I say intimacy, I know people are thinking, well, does she mean emotional intimacy or sexual intimacy, physical intimacy? I mean all of the intimacies. I mean intimacy. And that doesn't even mean you have to know someone really well if you really connect and you do your thing a massage. or sex. the lawn. or partway. It's good for you. Or an acceptance of masturbation. I think it's important to talk to my fellow sexy lefties and remind them that sex is an important part. Of the oppression that is sex negativity and sex censorship yeah
1: don't get all holy on us
0: holy well that could mean the vagina so that's okay sure, that's the holy. i'm kind of holy i got a hole oh. between my legs and it sometimes squirts holy water that's,
1: that's i like that name
0: there you go i, have a so holy. I do i have a holy <laughs> Right. So, you you know, it's all very holy and sacred. Oh, you got it. Oh. No crusades where you force me. No, I'm all for kink. The playing, the pretending of force. I understand it's because force can be an aphrodisiac. But you have to make it consensual because you have to be a good person. That's all there is to it. That's the bonobo way. Cut the Pentagon says, Do you all think that the non-stop promotion of the warrior culture plays a role in incel culture amongst impressionable men? Yes, Cut the Pentagon, of course, and that is why you are named Cut the Pentagon. And I agree, absolutely. The warrior culture is incel culture. I mean, some of them have sex and are married. But basically, the idea is you channel your sexual drive into violence and yes sometimes it is accompanied with salutes to the troops and appreciation from your neighborhood and your family because you are a soldier and meanwhile you're killing other people's families and bombing villages but you get respect in our culture you get a lot more respect than a sex therapist gets and you get a lot more respect than a sex worker and you get a lot more respect than a guy that sits on his parents couch and masturbates without his parents in the room I'm hoping really I'm not trying to go too far here but in any case if he sits on his couch and masturbates to me that is far superior and more in tune with the Valentine heart than bombing an innocent village. And, yeah, I mean, even if there's a few other warriors there, most of the village is innocent, and the bombs are never smart bombs.
1: (laughs) They're pretty dumb.
0: They're like the bots that go after us. And, of course, the warrior culture, as Cut the Pentagon puts it, is in our Pentagon, it's in our military, and we're at war, this terrible war. Don't get me started. But it's also in our homes, our supermarkets, our schools, our dance halls, The dance hall? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mass murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it certainly plays a role. In fact, I'm kind of working on an essay about amosexual incels. I talk about them a lot, but it's a combination. You could be incel and not into violence. It is possible. But I would say a lot of incels are homosexual, whether or not they use guns. Hopefully they don't, but quite a few of them do. But there's a lot that even if they don't actually have a gun collection, they are in favor of it. They get that vicarious excitement, especially talking about it on the Internet and encouraging other people who might be in the grip of the madness to use those guns the amosexuals i mean they're not all incels a lot of them have families a lot of them have sex but there's this kind of channeling of their main passion into these guns Some women are into it, too, such as Lauren Bieber, poster girl for the Amosexuals. And yes, Cut the Pentagon says, The glorification of James Mad Dog Mattis over the years was very nauseating. And thank you. Yeah, well, the glorification of all these generals. I mean, hey, some of them are woke, (laughs) I guess. Some of them are better or worse than others, but they're all at the top of the killing business. And it's also the most ecologically destructive business on earth, the American war machine. And it's also desexualizing, yes. And it's also very expensive. It's quite a Valentine that we give to Lockheed Martin and Boeing. We always give them more than they even ask for. It's like they're our lovers. And they are. They sweet talk, our politicians. And it's more than talk, they pay. And since Citizens United, corporations can pay, Businesses that make weapons can pay. Politicians, they support their campaigns. And these politicians are all in bed with the military. Speaking of sex and intimacy. There is a, your hand washes mine. Out, out, damn spot. There's blood on all your hands. Uh oh, are the bots going to misinterpret that? <laughs> right,
1: exactly. So if you're a bot and you're listening to this, everything's all right. We're not advocating.
0: Rose says, I was raised that any public sect, even talking about it, was majorly frowned upon. It is so refreshing to have you, Dr. Susie. Thank you for sharing your truth. My truth, wait a second, it's the truth. Who said that? Rose Hips. Rose Hips. That you like to crunch. Oh, the
1: rose. the yeah, I like
0: the not rose. Not actually her.
1: No, no, not her.
0: No, but it's a good name.
1: Actually, rose hips are very good for you. Just
0: keep yeah. that in mind. Well, actually, her name is Rose Hip.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's, I think. That's, but I
0: think rose hips makes sense because you got two hips, right? <laughs> you got hips. <laughs> two buns. Right, right. Anyway, I think we have to address the sex negativity. We on the left. We should offer something positive, sexy, and fun for these incels. And maybe they won't be so amosexual. Right. We should tell them, hey, respect women. Right. Of course. But I know how they see that. They go, "Mm, yeah, okay, I should respect women. But that's not as much fun as being boys against girls kind of thing. That's a kiddie thing. And so we have to let them know that fun is available, that pleasure is available to this growing army of mostly young men. I mean, we have to let them know something like the Bonobo Way. That is my way of giving incels hope. I have a few that are my clients as a sex therapist, actually more than a few, and yet none of them are violent. But some yeah. of them are sexual they have fantasies about guns, and some of them have guns, and some of them are in the military, and have done, as they say in their own words, terrible things. They're, they're angry,
1: there's a lot of anger.
0: Well, there is a lot of madness. Yeah, madness. Some of it is anger, some of it is confusion, and a lot of it is censorship, not being able to talk about their feelings. Right. And being afraid, being afraid. Even Googlers are afraid, as we'll talk about soon when we read some of our correspondence over my YouTube censorship.
1: Oh yes, absolutely.
0: At least they say You all know about YouTube. uh, I am afraid. so It worries me as a therapist. There's a lot of fear in the air and it is the source of violence. I mean, some of the fear, listen, uh, you can't help. Uh, the, The earth is imploding. There's floods and fires and freezings and all kinds of weather problems. And it's very difficult to get a handle on that now that humanity has basically blown it. But we shouldn't give up on that. And there's so many things, these so-called culture wars are so stupid. Just let people be. Not yeah. talking about violence. I'm not talking about any kind of harassment or coercion. I'm just talking about consenting adult sex, and eh, maybe some other things. Have their own religion, whatever they like. You know, there's people, these incels among them, who want a Christian nation. Nothing wrong with Christianity. I love Jesus, but. Me too The crusade is what is really disturbing Who watched Sex Before the Internet? It's a new documentary series on Vice TV Produced by former ABC News president Speaking of ABC James Goldstone See, I had this love-hate relationship with ABC, I guess And I have been on Nightline In a show about the censorship and eventual shutting down of public access. So anyway, I'm on this Vice TV series in episode 5 talking about HBO's real sex. Sex before the internet. Or at least before the internet poisoned our brains and made us mad. And censored our creativity. So it just premiered, but you can still see it, but honestly, if you come in late or you go to the potty in the middle, you will probably miss me, <laughs> but I am in it. You, o- you open it. I open it. That's yes. true. That's why you have to come in on the beginning. Yeah. I open it with my brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. <laughs> introduction to the opening of the speakeasy gallery of erotic art in the soul of downtown L.A., which was in a real speakeasy and mm-hmm. which was the subject of one of our real sex segments, which was Inter- directed by Sherry Cookson. She wasn't on the show. On the vice show where we talk about it so what i'm saying first of all is don't miss the beginning because that's the whole brothers and sisters and they kind of blur out the head of the bill clinton dildo even though it's just bill clinton's head and i'm holding his balls in my hand and i'm holding the vulva puppet in the other hand so it's funny (laughs) <laughs> it's all there And yet it's blurred Because they want to put it on YouTube And because they have lawyers They're going to figure out a way Or they have figured out the way To put it on Which is to make all The boobs nipple Oh
1: yeah, nipple-less. yeah it says.
0: And all the crotches Blurry All the dildos Blurry Wow It's I wonder, amazing
2: I wonder how many meetings They had about Should we blur this Should we blur that this dildo, that dildo.
1: Well, there's some strict ones. The nipples are out <laughs> of the question. This one, this one. As a woman. Yeah. If you're right. a woman. The nipples Wait, are is that a guy nipple? Is that a girl nipple? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, that one's a little more hairy, but...
2: But it's pierced. Is is pierced nipples okay? Or, are no, those no. Okay? No, <laughs> no, no. No, they no.
0: blur it all
2: out. <laughs> oh. But
0: you see it all. I mean, it's actually... You see... I do. Yeah. You see that it's nude. You see that people are having sex. They're on top of each other.
1: So but, yeah, everybody knows what a what a nipple is like. You know. So when they blur it out, it's still there.
0: The bottom line is, Vice TV is a big corporation, and is they it? have lawyers that are working with YouTube. They have a better connection than Noel and Mara the Googlers that I'm communicating with, and the bots. They're beyond the bots. They're figuring out with probably someone from YouTube, I would guess, what is okay, what will pass, and what will not. And they go with that. But
1: but is that based on individual words?
0: I guess it's based on words and images. It's based on everything. Based on just getting it in there. I, I don't know, because I'm not part of that. But we'll get into that in a minute. We'll get into censorship on YouTube. And besides, I don't think this show is showing on YouTube yet, Sex Before the Internet. I think it's just available on Vice TV and a whole bunch of other TV platforms and apps and stuff. But soon it's supposed to be on YouTube. So, we'll see. And I'm in it, like I said. It's a short piece, not the biggest part. That goes to Sheila Nevins, who created Real Sex, so I get it. And she was the vice president in charge of documentary filmmaking. It started with late-night programming that she was in charge of when I came on with Real Sex, but she got promoted and just was the queen of documentary and won a lot of Emmys and Oscars. But always liked these real sex shows. And Patty Kaplan, who directed our first Real Sex, as she was in charge of Real Sex for the most part, and a few other creators, and uh, people who watched it growing up, like comedians Nikki Glazer and lunell and intellectual anal sex expert Tristan Tamarino. And yes, I open up the whole episode as the pleasure preacher. And it's from Real Sex 25, by the way. And then later, they show Max and me on FDR. So you know us sexy seniors are still working it, <laughs> still on the air. I don't know how many of those people are still doing their stuff, but we are. And they show me broadcasting live on the radio from bed from Real Sex 11 back in, whatever it was, 1994, with Max on the Max Cam. Mm. Young Max. Yeah.
1: Do I know him?
0: Yeah, I did. <laughs> I and then they show five minutes of interview with me, less than five minutes.
1: No, but I think you, you were the symbol of it. You open it, and they come to you right in the middle to ask you very specific, and you kind of, you know. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm one of the symbols. Yeah, I'm certainly proud to be one of the symbols of such a important Donnie, documentary film series, and so are you.
1: It's like being on the front cover of a, you know, a magazine.
0: I guess with your
1: opening like that.
0: It is making my way into the corporate headspace through HBO and then through Vice with my radical (laughs) ideas about sex, (laughs) sex positivity, should be consensual and shouldn't be shamed.
1: No, for sure.
0: Okay. So Adriana, watch the documentary and found it to be very informational and really shed a light on how sex was
1: and how it affected even people with big names
0: before this extremely digital area well it affected a lot of people it was a very unusual show they kind of said what it was about the show that it was created by females and yet they wanted male viewers it wasn't an exclusive show that was just for females a lot of men liked it who knows how many men versus women but it was created with a female sensibility that appealed to men and trans and everybody well
1: what happened to mr. Fuchs
0: yeah he was in it too he was in the vice documentary yeah
1: yeah, he is.
0: and he looks alright you know he's hanging in there but yeah, he Left, you know, when Ted, who was it? Not Ted Koppel. No,
1: Ted, I know who you're talking about.
0: Ted, the guy that married started to CNN. It was married to Jane Fonda. Fonda, that guy. Okay, do your thing. Ted, married to Jane Fonda, Fonda. was.
1: Anybody know the answer to that question? He
0: started CNN, and he is the one that stopped a lot of the sex programming. Not all of it, but it gradually went away.
2: Is that uh, Ted Turner?
0: Yes. All right, Ted Turner. Yeah,
1: Turner was... He wanted to put it in his own program, too, and he put in a couple of flops.
0: Well, what they decided was that the sex should be injected into the different shows, like Sex and the City. Right. And it should be more fictional. More
1: romantic.
0: Yes, in the fiction. And when it came to... Documentaries may be more nitty gritty and negative.
1: Hmm, This is like a propaganda film.
0: And they got into the Sopranos at that time, you know, which had sex in it, but was basically about a bunch of very violent guys, like our military, but in the mafia. Yeah, Mm -hmm. New Jersey mafia.
2: Yeah, and some of the characters I think are like sex workers and stuff. So.
0: Anyway, you can see Mm -hmm. all my HBO shows at drsusanblock.com/slash HBO. So you could put that address in there, Abe. By the way, Abe is me Mm -hmm. on Colin, just so you know. If you want to blame anybody for anything he's writing,
2: yeah, any typos or anything, you could blame that on me. Dr. Seuss is perfect.
0: Well. I didn't say that. That makes me sound really obnoxious. But I do usually put an ending comment in. Um, so, you know, I could have a typo in that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you should check this out, this sex before the internet, and let us know what you think. I use Valentine's Day as a treat yourself day, says Adriana. Yes. Going to the movies. Yeah, I love that thing. Walrus Hung likes Rosie Palm and her five friends. His first love and still with him. (laughs) Check it out. And maybe you can enjoy it as Valentine's Day foreplay. It's pretty sexy. I mean, they have a lot of commercials, I have to say. It's Vice TV. It's not HBO, Mm. so they're showing various cutaways, Mm -hmm. at least on the version we watched. Maybe there are different versions. We're just learning about this whole world of television, internet, cross-culture technology run by bots. Actually, I want to give some credit to Joe, your friend, Joe, who, of course, I do not appreciate for him being a neoliberal war machine cheerleader. But hey, he really did spin those Republicans at the State of the Union address. It just really shows how incompetent the Republicans are. I'm not saying anything harassing, just inept even at heckling, I mean, all these hotshots out there. And they got outsmarted by an octogenarian. And I don't like Joe's neoliberal war machine at all, but I gotta say good job for an old man, or even for a young man, because it is tough to respond to that kind of harassment. It is very tough, and that was harassment, of course. Heckling is a form of harassment, but, you know, when you go out and you do a speech, Mm -hmm. it kind of goes with territory, especially these days, even in Congress. Everywhere. People are heckling and harassing, interrupting and interfering and coercing. And hey, of course, he's got the microphone. I mean, he did have an edge and he's up there on a podium but we have seen other presidents fall apart on that podium so it's not so easy so he did have some good lines and of course they were a little bit socialist i don't know if he means it because when he was young biden said that he would like to cut social security but now that he's an old man he understands so he says keep Social Security, the Republicans supported him, stood up, standing ovation. So this is a beautiful thing. It's one truly socialist program that we have. Most of our socialist programs are, yeah, for the military, for the rich, for Wall Street. We're always bailing these corporate jerks out. But Social Security, Medicare, these are pretty good programs for the American people. So they harassed him and harassment. This is a subject I've been interested in this week because that is what YouTube accused me of. Actually, it's a kind of a category called harassment, bullying, and violence. (laughs) Can you imagine?
1: (laughs) It's amazing, just
0: amazing. I'm still mortified and amazed like i said i was not mortified or amazed when that abc newscaster got read as a valentine when i said hey if you're single you might want to make love to yourself but this i do not understand this is the madness and i am trying to make love through the madness but it is driving me mad I feel very strongly that this YouTube harassment accusation is covering up something else. Mm. It could be sex education, leftist politics, language. I don't know. But we don't harass and we don't bully and we don't promote violence at all kink yes consenting adult kink that's not violence so I've been researching harassment on the internet that particular word of course bullying's an old word and violence is an old word but harassment is a little bit newer kinda came up in the 70's and it's real on the internet let me tell you and it's rampant I do understand trying to stop harassment. But my YouTube channel doesn't do anything like harassment. See, real harassment (laughs) from what I'm reading and seeing and looking it up, it goes after private individuals. Maybe on a YouTube video, maybe in social media, maybe in private, Maybe through DMs, maybe through public posts. But the point is, the victims are private people, not public figures. Mm -hmm. And real harassment, it pesters these people, more than pesters, bullies these people, doxes, gives out their private addresses, their phone numbers, and their most private information sometimes exposes and then mocks their sexual secrets, because, of course, they often hack into accounts. Hey, some of these incels are the harassers online. In fact, I would say that's a correlation exposing and mocking sexual secrets, getting a sexual thrill from that, it's done a lot. And it's partly because when they get this sexual thrill, they're also putting someone down for being sexual, for being trans, for being a slut, whatever they are saying is bad. And they get the idea that it's bad from our sex-negative society. They get the violence from their frustration and no other solution but the military or gun culture. And then they do this. They're not educated either because their education system has fallen apart. So they're literally sometimes stalking, beating, or killing people, some of them. But most of them do this internet harassment, this coercion, gathering together of forces to bully people, to bombard their comments, to blackmail them, to find out things about them, to hack them, to get them to do non-consensual acts, to somehow film them. And sometimes this drives them to madness. So the harassment victim feels the only way out is to commit suicide. Some of them do this. Of course, that's never the only way out. In fact, it's never a good way out. But sometimes they feel like it is. They're so bombarded in their real life, on the internet, people coming to their door. This is harassment. People being beaten up in school corridors. I mean, it happened when I was young, but once every four years, now it happens every day several times a day gang beatings
1: shootings
0: and shootings but the beatings every day the teachers some teachers are armed
1: now the kids are getting armed if the teachers are going to be
0: armed the kids are going to get armed right and we're worried about and whips come on let's have a little fun lupercalia let's ease up the stress that drives these young men and old men, and some women, to madness. And so I have been looking this up. I know I don't have any harassment on my YouTube channel and certainly I have no bullying or violence. So I've been writing to them and asking for a human because I feel that, yes, the reason I have been accused of harassment is it's a category, but it's something else. And I want to know what else it is. What is Mm. the problem? Is it tone of voice? Is it certain words? Is it certain images? Although lately we've been doing a lot of radio shows, so we're nipple free on YouTube. We don't have any nipples.
2: It's just audio Mo- You know, mostly it's just audio
0: And all the old videos Don't well, have the, the nudity The nipples
2: come out of here
0: <laughs> So <laughs> <to> speak <laughs> Out of here He's pointing to his mouth You can't see him You
1: can't see them But you're saying nipples and well, everyone knows nipples
2: <laughs> well, well, I like I, I like how um, You're trying to find out What's going on with, with these bots Because I almost think It's almost like They just have to checkbox something so they're just like oh, alright we'll just choose harassment maybe. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You know as like instead of actually going through you know what what was offensive about it or
0: it's exactly. un
2: on uh, you know whatever. And yeah. I've
0: asked for that and the fact is they won't tell me. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. They won't even tell me if their internal team as they call it who supposedly made the quote decision
1: within
3: to three terminate <laughs> me
0: within 3 seconds is this internal team humans or bots i keep asking yeah are they ai or are they people like you and me and they won't tell me that mm-hmm. i would think if they're humans they would say hey they are humans come on you're being judged by your fellow humans a jury <laughs> yeah but but uh, they're probably not <laughs> Or else it's all a massive kabuki game with the term harassment covering something else. And so I asked whether I had offended their internal team of humans or bots or whatever. I know I haven't harassed anybody. Harassment is objectively harmful, but... Offense could be subjective and, you know, I could have been flagged a lot. Maybe that's what the bots respond to, being flagged by Christo-fascists who dislike my sex positivity or Judeo-fascists who dislike my support for Palestine or Islamo-fascists who dislike my jokes about Allah. Uh, okay. Arts, <laughs> I make attention. jokes about God, too. Oh, Allah is God. Okay. Arts. I make jokes about Jesus. I make jokes about Adonai. Yeah, I don't know. All of them. All of them. Allah, Please.
1: Allah, Allah, you're great.
0: All right. So, anyway, I've had this email correspondence a little bit. I don't have time to get into it. With people, I think they're people. I just want to read... One line from one of them, when I ask her to tell me what I did that's harassing, what is the harassment, or could you tell me who the victim is, or what the victim is? You don't get to face your,
1: your, your accuser. Accuser, right. You, you don't get any of those right. I
0: don't even expect to face an accuser. I do want a reason that explains what harassment are you referring to? Where is the harassment? So, she responds. She calls herself Mara. As much as I would like to give more details regarding their decision, this being the internal team, team, I am afraid I am not allowed to do so.
1: It's like a military operation.
0: It's like some sort of camp. Yeah, yeah, Where people are afraid right. and can't tell others right. what is going on, which I know exists and they must be afraid after all. 12,000 people were recently fired from Google. In fact, on the same day that I was terminated by bots, they decided to go more bot, right. more AI, even though it's been proven so mistaken so often
1: because it's artificial ignorance right there's there's really not much intelligence but it's cheap
0: compared to paying human beings
1: yeah here's what you can say to me if you can't say those things i don't
0: know what the fuck you're talking about (laughs) yeah that's the phone right so we all know the frustration of bots
1: Do you know his name?
0: But some of them are treacherous. You know, I talked about the treacherousness of Valentine's Day. I did say it would be a nice Valentine's present for YouTube to reinstate my channel since we've kind of been in a relationship for 15 years. They were encouraging me to post videos, telling me how to promote my channel, how to work my channel. We were
1: doing business We were like lovers,
0: you know, in a video way. Right. And yeah, yeah. We so, brush
1: your lots of eyeballs, and you know,
0: but they don't want to give me this for a Valentine's Day present, and they're afraid to tell me
1: lawsuits the
0: why they're afraid to tell me mm-hmm. why I've really been terminated.
2: Yeah, because I think it might go into like a class action lawsuit right, or something, exactly. You know?
0: exactly. Yeah. But my question is, how is Mara brave enough? To write to me that she's afraid.
1: She might be a bot. Uh, uh, there's some areas I where wouldn't
0: think that would be a good word to put in a form letter. Yeah. Afraid. Just I can't tell you. I'm not allowed to tell you. I'm afraid.
3: Why it's just a it right?
0: telltale word. I as a sex therapist yeah, and a afraid. therapist yeah. in general like see it s- as a red flag word. It's one of those words that tells me...
1: Like a hand signal.
0: You are feeling a little imprisoned by your work and the censorship that you are wreaking upon our collapsing civilization and how it's strangling our voices and making young men pick up guns instead of their penises (laughs) well
2: well, well, this guy he this guy right here he picks up himself up he picks himself up. (laughs) just kidding
1: if if the ship was yeah
2: no it is it is terrible that she's afraid and so she she knows she's afraid
3: right
0: and she admits it it's just it's she, right? Mara? She calls herself
3: Nora. I don't want
2: to. I don't want to assume her gender. She's a worker.
1: <laughs> she, yeah, if she's human, she's a worker, mm-hmm. and she needs to abide by the rules of the the boss. You know, this this whole world now is a company store. We're always paying to corporations in order for us yeah, to. Yeah,
0: and we're not corporate. I mean, we have some corporations. Well,
1: there's a lot of dead ones.
0: (laughs) But we're really not in a big corporation. No. We are...
2: We do a lot of cooperation. Bonobos. Yeah,
1: we do a lot of cooperation.
0: Exactly.
2: (laughs) And incorporating.
0: (laughs) And we try to incorporate you as a human being. Yeah. We use a few bots, it's true, but... Very few. We even have human beings answering our phones. Speaking of which, if you need to talk privately, if you've got Valentine's Day anxiety, if the sugary sweet sensibility of a commercialized Valentine's Day is giving you a toothache, give us a call. Let's talk about it. Let's celebrate Lupercalia through... Telephone sex therapy, maybe a little erotic theater of the mind. And we can also talk about your relationship and give you some tips personally for Valentine's Day, World Bonobo Day. Support the bonobos. All we have to say is do whatever you like, bonobo-wise. But see them and donate to Friends of Bonobos and the Bonobo Conservation Initiative and you'll find some other organizations at blockbonobofoundation.org. And get the Bonobo way. For whatever you celebrate, it makes a great gift to someone you love, even if that someone is you.
1: Should we take him? You okay? Jason, you wanna take him? Uh, He's on the phone.
0: Yes, I see that at the very end of the show hello hello how you doing hi, hi. Jason.
4: how you doing guys're
1: we doing good how you doing
4: yeah I'm good I'm good I've uh, I was just wanted to call him maybe it is a bit too late but we're with uh, uh, it's the bonobo experience that we're doing over in the over in Spain on in October in in or in, in April even.
0: Ah yes, you actually wrote to me on Facebook about that, Jason. That's right. Yeah, I remember. So, I'd given so up yeah. on you. You told me you might call in, so welcome. I did. But we'll yeah. talk for a few I've minutes.
4: Only, I've only just woke up.
0: You just woke up. You were taking a nice yeah. nap, like bonobos do we're, in a tree.
4: Yeah, in a tree. Yeah, with the crickets.
0: So the bonobo uh, experience in Spain. This sounds quite fascinating and happy world bonobo day by the way it is valentine's happy day world so
4: Benobo, yeah i yes. mean
0: there's many ways to release your inner bonobo and to go the bonobo way so i'm curious what you do in the bonobo experience
4: well um i i trained as a sexological body worker and during oh. that period there was there was 20 of us in a room and I was like well let's I've been to Burning Man three times and I was like let's do a bonobo birthing ritual so Beautiful. we did that we did that and it evolved into a very playful um dry orgy so it was clothed but uh-huh. I was just like I was like oh my god this this has really got some potential this was in twenty twenty fourteen. 2014 so since okay. then I've been I've been doing like workshops at sex positive events queer it, there's a thing called queer rights over here which is a big queer festival mm-hmm. um, tant- tantra for gay men explore in Berlin which is a BDSM festival which is really exciting did a hundred there was a hundred people in that in, in the bonobo workshop workshop there
0: beautiful and so what did you do in the bonobo workshop I mean you're a sexological body worker and so you're doing massage and other forms of outer course and a birthing ritual.
4: Yeah, well, we kind of try and really centralize it on the bonobo spirit. So, you know, they're obviously, they don't call themselves queer, but you know, they're a queer hippie, really. Um, (laughs) And
0: And where do they come from? Are they from England? Sounds like you are. Or Spain? Well, I'm,
4: I'm, yeah, I'm I'm in Nottingham at the moment, Robin Hood country. but yeah, all over Europe. But we've done it in upstate New York before. And yeah, so... Oh. Yeah, there's Yeah, it builds as a, like a... There's the birthing ritual, then they sort of slowly get a little bit older, then they start to groom one another, then they get a little bit more sexually mature. Mm-hmm. So we have workshops that sort of really build on that sense of belonging and looking after one another. Then there's we do a workshop called chimps and bonobos, so you get to do half of the workshop as a chimp, and then half of the workshop as a bonobo, so you really oh. see the contrast of what wow. these two yes. these two people do. Um, and we're currently building a gorilla workshop so that people can understand that gorillas have a bit, a bit more of a kind of. A divine masculinity where they don't beat on the females and the females can choose to stay or go or um, yeah so there's a whole bunch of there's about 10 different workshops that people do over five days
0: whoa and these people are paying for these workshops are they enrolled are they well, students are they just actors i don't mean uh, they're just crisis actors i mean just are they performers yeah.
4: No, they're not performers. I mean, you'd, you'd be welcome to come to a workshop and we do some sort of pre-workshops that really help you to mm-hmm. get into the body language, uh, learn how to communicate non-verbally, you know, using consent. We've got the wheel of consent, which is like based on Betty Martin's wheel of consent. Oh. So we sort of, we enable people to check in using body language, facial expressions, sounds so that you know we're able to consistently check in about consent which once you take the language away and you really have to check into how people are feeling and, and checking in in their body language it really enables you to update your consent consistently rather than just saying yeah let's fuck and then having to like go oh I'm not sure about this it's, it's a lot it, yeah yeah. Verbal consent is verbal consent really important.
0: It's and an art to understand in a, in a, in a, in a, Yeah, And bonobos yeah. have cultivated that art much better than yeah. we have, that's for sure, we humans. So yeah. it's not an exact science, but there are some scientific aspects to it that you can learn about body language and just yeah. language. I'm impressed that you're doing this. Of course, I've had Lots of bonobo style events here in uh, what I call yeah. Bonoboville. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh but
0: yeah. I, I haven't lately. I had one a few months ago and I used to have a lot. And so I'm really supportive of your event. Uh, do you do videos at all?
4: How do you, how do you mean videos? What? Well, recording it? Yeah, anything? do
0: you record any of it? I mean, I'm sure some well, of it is private, but is any of it public? Well, we were thinking because it was
4: really difficult to promote it visually. We were thinking maybe, you know, to just get a group of live action role players, you know, LARPers, you know, LARPers? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we could, we we're thinking of getting some LARPers that were consensual and you know, they were happy to be filmed and then right. and do it that way. Because otherwise, it breaks a spell if you've got a camera in there. People,
0: well, you know, you try. Yeah.
4: You, you try, yeah.
0: I get it. I certainly understand how it breaks the spell, and there's a certain magic to having no cameras. But, hey, if I'm here, I'm looking for a video, that's all. So I'm hoping you can get some people together to at least reenact, perform the bonobo experience for others to see, because not everyone... Can go there, and not everyone is brave enough, not everyone is wealthy enough to just afford a ticket to get there. And yeah. so it would be great to see something like that.
4: That's a really great idea.
0: In the meantime, definitely good luck. Thank you. With yeah, a, your bonobo experience. It. You should put in a message about where people can find out about it. Oh.
4: Yeah, will do. It's in the it's in the Valley of Sensation in Spain. This sex positive like valley with caves and tree houses and everything. It's amazing.
0: The Valley of Sensation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now talk about romance. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Sensational.
4: I've got I've got to thank you for the Bonobo way. It's kind of really. When I came up with, oh, let's do a bonobo workshop and then found, about, found out about you, it was just really inspirational Aww. to know that, you know, you sort of really studied these creatures and maybe one day we could come over and Definitely. Like, do something or you know, do, do an do a experience with you guys or
0: something. Right. Now it's coming back to me how you have communicated with me over the years and 2014 yeah. was just when my book was published. So I was into bonobos since 1993 and you're really carrying the torch of the bonobo way and the bonobo experience. It's great we've got the website up and we're looking at a beautiful drawing of these hybrid looking creatures. (laughs) What is the blue pill like things or dildos? Looks like these creatures are (laughs) all embracing these blue objects.
4: Well, I've got a really good friend who did that Look illustration. The oh, uh-huh,
0: okay. He did it
4: for free. Uh uh-huh. he, right. he did it for free, but he ran out of time. So those little pills I've got to finish them. They're supposed to be kinda little membranes with little fetus bonobo fetuses in. I've got to fi- finish that off.
0: Bonobo fetuses? I
3: don't know.
4: Yeah, so they're all coming <laughs> they're all coming down from the they're all coming down from the
0: moon. Wow, uh, nice heart. <laughs> One of the things I love about the bonobos is that mostly their sex is for recreation, not for procreation. Yeah. They do quite a bit That's of procreating, true. but not too much. And they do a lot of recreating and relating and communicating yes. with sex, you could say, or just body work. They are yeah. the expert body workers of the primate world.
3: So yeah,
0: it's great to meet you.
1: Send us you some too.
0: information. Yeah, there's he, a lot well, of information. we
3: got it right a
4: there. Lot. Oh, we got it. Yeah, There's, there's a really interesting yeah. video from a friend of mine who's a trans person on there. That's really fantastic how trans non-binary people feel really accepted on this in a really beautiful way. It's yes. really fascinating. That perspective.
0: Yes. Well, bonobos are very androgynous, the males and yeah. the females. The females are empowered and the males are happy. So yeah. I think that non-binary people feel very comfortable with also the fact that it's very pansexual. That yeah. The females have sex with the females, the males have sex with the males. It's hard to tell them apart sometimes unless they have the big swellings. But even then, yeah. a lot of them are kind of trans, the bonobos, especially in their behavior. The common chimps also look alike, but the females are so different than the males. The males are the aggressors and the females are very passive. But among the bonobos, the females are aggressive and the males, eh, they're not passive, but they're kind of laid back because they're getting laid
4: yeah well we do all that we do that sort of dynamics in one of the workshops where it's the sisterhood uh-huh. where the sisterhood chase, chases out an aggressive male so we role play we role play transgressions and then the females have got a call that they've developed between them and then yes. they can chew out the out the male
3: right and you can choose
4: what you want to be you know you don't if just because I'm male doesn't mean I, I have to be male in the in the game or in the in the experience
0: ah nice well that is of course another reason I guess that a lot of different people like this so yep. we're gonna put the link into our chat in fact Abe has already done that All right. Yep.
4: thank you so much guys You're quite welcome. Really? so
0: we're really excited to hear more about this and to continue our relationship after all these years, Jason. It's good to hear yes. your
4: voice. I look forward to seeing you in in Los Angeles. Right? Yeah. You are, aren't you? I'm yeah. here right now. Wonderful. Okay, well, thanks so much. Happy Valentine's, Day Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day, Happy Valentine's Day. Happy
0: Lupercalia. <laughs> Happy World Bonobo Day.
4: Happy World Bonobo Absolutely. Day. Absolutely.
0: What a great call for World Bonobo Day. Thank you, Jason.
4: Bye. All right, love bye bye. Spread the love.
0: Love, 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 bonobo love. Wow, that is amazing. So we we're just about to close, and we get a big call from Jason about the bonobo experience, just in time for World Bonobo Day. And then there's other people that are in the there's, call There's anymore. another one
2: right here. You want to take it? Okay, put him on.
0: It's,
2: it's on. He's on. Hello. Hey, what's up, Adam? Are you there?
0: Adam, yeah. Ready. Ready. are you a lurker? No,
2: oh, he's on. I
1: think he's on. Maybe. <laughs> are, you,
2: are, you are you
1: on? H- oh, hello.
0: hello. Hello.
1: Hi. Hi, Hi there. Um, I'm Adam. I was hoping to talk with Dr. Susan.
0: You are talking with Dr. Susan.
4: Hi there. I tried to call in your institute. And they said to call you here if I can't um, have a call with you. They said the best
2: way to get a hold of you was to call you here for a call-in.
0: Well, I am here, on call-in, except it's at the very end of my show. So, if you have a quick question or a quick statement...
1: If not, you can call the office. You
0: can just say it right now. Not that I have any time to talk about it.
1: Not on the air. But you
0: can tell me what the subject is.
2: Just for you to call me certain things, basically.
0: Call you certain things.
1: Are you going to be called names or something? Oh, well. well. I haven't got time to call anybody names. And the bots tonight. might nice think one. that we're yeah. really
0: being harassing if yeah, we call you names. Lots so. of That's probably not a great thing to do on a radio show, is calling people names. Although I'm not saying I would never do it. Might be I might do it, and I might talk to you about it sometime if you call in earlier. It's a humiliation fetish. Yeah, but we got to go. Now. Gotta go so you know I'm where to get time us. Time What's his name? Adam, Adam, go back to Eve. No, Adam, enjoy your Valentine's Day. And yes. of course, if you don't Andrew. have an Eve or a fellow Adam, you always have yourself. And,
1: and you know where to have find Mark
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. And me. We will all have something to celebrate for the high holidays of love. And wow, this love train has been overloaded in our last... Stops. I know. Right. <laughs> it's a goodbye. special time. But we got to say go. goodbye. So I'm going to say you. be good, be happy, have a happy whatever you celebrate. And try not to hurt anyone, including yourself. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love from the heart, not war. Make cake not war from the heart make love to someone you love tonight even if that that someone someone is you you.
3: i love you. you need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else you can talk to us i'm dr susan block your mistress of the airwaves But my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role play for you, fantasize with you. No fantasy is too taboo and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's two one three two nine one nine four nine seven. anytime you need to talk.